This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, Bright Soul. Thank you so much for joining me on another podcast. I'm all cozy in my office. I have my space heater running, and I am so incredibly grateful for you and for this time we get to share together. And I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to just connect and listen and support my Patreon, support me, sending donations, leaving reviews. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I want to talk today about checking in to see where your vibrational alignment is in this energy healing movement and the new age movement in the spiritual community. It's not even new age. We often talk about high vibe, high vibration and low vibe, you know, and finding your vibrational alignment. And a lot of that is also the work of Esther Hicks. But the easiest way to check to see where you are is how you feel. When you are in an expanded state, when your vibration is high, you feel amazing. One of the things that I love to do to recalibrate myself, and you all are going to just say, Susan, enough. We know you love to meditate and we know you love breath work, <laughs> but I am about the things that work. I'm not saying it's, it's um, easy to do. I'm saying it's simple. And you know what's this last couple of years, everyone wants to create a new trick. There's no new trick. It is back to the basics. There's no hack. There's no quick fix. There's no shortcut. Simply do the consistent things. So for me, when I, oh my goodness, I, if I could just, I, I, if I could just let you feel the way I feel, and I feel like I can do that just through my emoting <laughs> or when we're in an energy healing session together, I love meditation so much because it reconnects me with who I really am. I feel like I'm floating in my meditations. I don't even feel like I'm touching the floor anymore. I'm not even, I can't even feel the chair underneath me in my meditations. And this is when I get my downloads, not always during the meditation, but because I'm open and I'm clean and my channels are bigger shortly after. So one of the things that I like to do also is breath work because breath work puts you in an altered state and it reconnects you with who you really are exercise does that. I mean, when I'm in the gym, I'm dialed in. I have on Beats headphones. I have a routine. I am dialed in. Sometimes between sets, you know, I've got to really hype myself up. Oh my goodness, because I've been doing a calorie deficit. Well, excuse me while I digress. (laughs) I've been doing a mild calorie deficit to get ready for a trip. And, you know, my body got used to eating more calories. And so when you're eating more calories, you can lift more weights, you can push harder in the gym. And I got so accustomed to the strength in the gym. Every week I'm going up, I'm doing personal records, I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And when we started gradually reducing my calories, because we don't do it in a drastic way, those those don't those don't work. Those drastic fasting and fads and you know, it just doesn't work. It's not sustainable. So we do it in a very gradual way, like 25 calories a week, 50 calories a week over a period of time so that I don't damage my metabolism. In any case, I don't want to let my, my foot off the gas in terms of how heavy I'm lifting. And when you have less fuel in the tank, you've got to let your foot off the gas. So anyway, I was in the zone feeling amazing and hip thrusts take it out of me. I don't know if you all do hip thrusts at the gym, but 
hip thrusts are so difficult. I mean, they're, it's just hard because of the amount of weight I'm lifting. So, but they work and they're great. But, you know, I've got to really zone in and lifting weights and working hard is a mindfulness practice because you're not thinking about, you know, what such and such said when you're fighting for your life. <laughs> I mean, it puts you in that moment. Anyway, I was doing hip thrust and it was a high volume day. So it's four sets of 15 reps and I don't know, I'm lifting heavier weights. Anyway, toward the end of it, I thought I'm going to pass out like legit. I'm, I'm going to hit the dirt <laughs> and, and only because I don't have enough fuel in the tank and I eat before I go to the gym. It's just the calorie deficit. I know my body, this goes through anyway. So I'm sitting on the edge of the bench and I'm like, and this is the stuff that I tell you, I'm the way I'm talking to myself. I'm like, Susan, you are the soul. You're not the body. It's not time to leave the body yet. It's not time to leave the body yet. <laughs> You've got to, you have to dial it in. So I'm doing my breath work and I'm asking like, hello, divine angels, God creator, please do not let me mess out at the gym. <laughs> It'd be so embarrassing. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I grab, and, and I'm telling you, you have so much power with what you tell yourself. I'm not telling you to do anything extreme. I'm just talking to Susan's experiences anyway. So I'm like, okay. So I pulled myself together. The stars went away. I'm drinking my electrolytes. And so I'm like, okay, Susan, you got to eat a little bit more while you're in this calorie deficit before you go to the gym. So I make adjustments. And I said all that to say, what is <laughs> what you're doing in the moment, what you're telling yourself? You have so much tremendous power. So my other piece was when you're, when you're exercising and you're doing things, that actually align you with who you really are, pull you in the present moment, but also expand you. You can't get something new if you're doing the same things that you've always done. If you tell yourself the same things that you've always told yourself, you are going to continue to perpetuate the energetic identity that you previously created. So you've got to do something different. And now is the time to do it. And one of the ways that you do that is through how you feel. So I said all that to say activities that align you. Exercise does this for me because I'll get downloads during my exercise, even though I did my little digress. I like to add those things in there to show you like I'm in the gutter just like you. Like I am in this human experience just like you. There is nothing any more special about me. I am walking this walk and I'm sharing it with you as I go along. Like my podcast intro says, these are things that have helped me and I'm hoping to inspire you along the ways because we're in this together and that's why we're here. We're here to help each other and inspire each other and keep each other going to create a community. So breath work does that for me and certain music does that for me. Affirmations do that for me. Audiobooks that align me with what it is that I want do that for me. Writing, I journal. And if you've listened to me for a while, I would tell you, I used to never be drawn to journaling, but there is something about writing the thoughts down on paper. You know, paper is made of wood. It grounds the energy. It grounds the thoughts. And I've gotten into a practice of journaling. And I also write things that I'm aligning with, things that I'm becoming, because everything exists in energetic potential. It's available to you. It's that you have to align to it to receive it. So it's kind of like changing the channel. You know, if you're on the wrong channel, it's staticky. You can kind of hear it, not really, but when you tune in, you can hear it crystal clear. And if you're wanting to create things, this is the other part of this. When you are in your meditation space and you are connected with your higher soul and you're getting do uh, downloads, 
for me, I like to write the downloads down. Otherwise, they'll forget them because it's not coming from me. It's coming through me. So I write it down. So it's, it isn't that you just sit there all day and just get the downloads, get the downloads. You have to inhale and exhale. You got to do something with it. So then you have to take action on it. So the way I get my instructions for the day is through my meditation practice. Now, sometimes you'll get the downloads in the shower. Um, sometimes it's maybe on a walk or in a quiet time. But the point of heightening your awareness is so that you follow your own instructions and that you, you get the instructions. That's one of the big things. And then seeing how you feel. So, you know, chasing the joy is something really real. It doesn't mean negating responsibilities. It means reaching for a higher feeling thought, shifting your perception on things and being grateful if possible in every second of every day, striving to really be grateful. Now, Sometimes when you say be grateful, people roll their eyes and like, oh gosh, be grateful. No, the reason for the gratitude is because it is such a high vibration and you align with that vibration that makes you feel good and it raises your vibration. And I'm not saying say you're grateful. I mean, it's about feeling. The vibration is in the feeling. So just be mindful of what you're doing and how it makes you feel. Same is true for when you're around people. So it's super interesting because at my gym, you know, I appreciate the people that work there and I'm very friendly. I legitimately appreciate these people because they're taking care of a space that I hold sacred to me. And I'm also kind to the people that are regulars that I see in the mornings. We speak to each other and um, sometimes we talk to each other and it's just really nice to see the same people. We've created a community. So there is... There's a one person that started working there and she has a lot of health problems and I feel so compassionate toward her because I know it can't be easy. She has a lot of autoimmune issues and I only know this because my aura is so big when I come in in the morning, she just vomits it on me. I have this many health issues and I know it looks like I'm young, but I have all these in it. You can't see it externally. So people don't recognize it a disability. And you know, the way that I handle this is I radiate love and healing and light to her. And I genuinely, especially when I'm after my workout, I, I do red light therapy, which is another way that just, it's such a meditative practice for me. But I legitimately ask the healing angels to be with her and provide her healing energy. And I have an authentic connection with her because I really feel for what she's doing and what she's going through and how she's working hard and she's doing her best. Well, she harmed her leg. She hurt herself. She's on crutches. So she was telling me about that and she seeks me out. So sometimes it's a little bit tricky because I'm in a hurry in the morning. I have to get to work. I'm on a schedule. So sometimes she kind of follows me in the bathroom just to keep talking to me. And, um, she doesn't know why she's doing it and God bless her. She's in pain. Like I, I want everyone to be healed and to step into their greatest potential and to become the very being that they stepped in this body to become. So the way that I handle that is, opening my heart, flooding her with as much compassion and healing energy as I possibly can, and then actually being grateful for the opportunity to meet someone who needs somebody to pray for them. So I've shifted my perspective instead of allowing that to drain me. Big fish eat small fish. If your energy is bigger and brighter, then you simply just shine in that space. The darkness doesn't snuff out your light, you shine brighter. So there was someone at my gym, uh, you know, that just had like a super heavy energy. And 
So in the and the problem is I think he had a crush on me because <laughs> he would follow me around the gym and I could feel his energy without seeing it because I'm energetically sensitive. So what I started doing is I'm like, this is my gym and I came here first and it's a public space. I get it. But what I'm going to do now is I am going to shine my light out so bright that it's going to knock some demons off this guy. <laughs> I mean, it's going to blast him to where it's almost like if you think about standing under a waterfall. I'm giving you just a visual here. You're standing under a waterfall. If you're standing under like a raging waterfall, like who wants to do that? Um, but like the water is gushing out over you and it's so strong that you probably can't even stand up. Can you imagine like trying to hold a little flower in your hand? It's going to get knocked out of your hand or just destroyed. So if my light is rushing out, no one can touch me or get near me or harm me or slime me because my energy is out. Only when I'm unshielded, I didn't feel myself and my vibration might be a little bit low, can that happen? So we want to get to the space where we influence the room. The room doesn't influence us. Now, I'm not always in this space. This is a practice. This is why we say it's your spiritual practice because it's a daily practice and a commitment. It's work and it's cost, it's intentionality. It's following through and all those things. So anywho, I'll just tell you. So I'm like, yep, here he comes. I can feel him behind me. And I literally will imagine the light that I pulled down on my meditation, like oozing out of my aura and my pores at the most rapid rate. <laughs> and guess what? He stopped coming. He stopped coming to my gym. And I don't know why I'm not. All I know is that I didn't allow it to affect me. I continued to go. I did this. I did it continually when I would feel his energy and I knew it was him and then I and then I'd feel it and then I'd say okay after I would do that and push the energy out I'd turn around I'd see him like walking away so I knew he was near me but he never approached me or any of that stuff so I'm saying that to say we don't have to do this work and then hide from the world the point is to do the work and then influence the world and we influence the world by being in it now, there's an element where we're sitting in our meditation practice and we're blessing the planet and we're praying for the planet. We absolutely, and for the loved ones and all those things, we absolutely influence that way because we're sending good energy and good energy, it's thought forms. And we're sending out the good energy and it does absolutely make a difference. But how much more of a difference can you make if you're actually, you have the light in me, in you, and you're sitting in the presence of someone that needs that light and you're radiating out and you're fueling them. So I said that to say, follow the joy, follow how you feel, shift your perspective, do things that align you. When you feel yucky, trace the root of that yuckiness and correct it as quickly as possible. Get back to feeling well. And it is so mental. It is so mental because half of the things we tell ourselves are not even, we're not even conscious of it which is the importance of mindfulness. When you become mindful of it, you become a watcher of the thought. You can then direct the thoughts because you are not this body. We are not in this world. We're in the world, but we're not of it. So we're not the world. We are the soul. You are the soul. The soul controls the body. The soul came first. The body follows what the soul tells it to do. So we are more powerful than we realize 
and do the things that make you feel good. I mean, I'll even do like a three minute breath work during the day and I feel incredible. And that's our practice. So that is all I wanted to offer. Let's go into a healing. You can uncross your arms and legs and focus on your breathing and I will turn the healing on. Okay, and so it is. Friends, as always, I want to thank you so much. Check out my Patreon below, and if you haven't left me a review on iTunes, I would so appreciate it. And thank you for your donations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you so much, and I want to wish you the best week. Take care. Bye-bye.